Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing this fine day? I hope as well as I am. I am happy as could be. It is Senior Bowl week. It's a blast for me, even though I'm going, I'm home. I did not make the trip. Need to start getting back down there probably next year. But either way, there's a lot of very good coverage. There's tons of clips you can find all over the internet. There's a lot of good draft nicks down there to learn from, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's what I wanted to touch on today. Just some names to know down there. And maybe how they affect the Steelers, of course. Um, the quarterback group is really good. You know, Pinnix is going to be there from Washington. You may have watched him in the playoffs. Lefty, I kind of compared him to a Phillip Rivers. Great arm. This could be a really good spot for him to shine. But Bo Nix might be even more interesting from Oregon. And he transferred from Auburn, but he's kind of reinvented himself in Oregon. He's had three different systems he's, he's worked in, two in Oregon, one in uh, Auburn, and really struggled early in his career with Auburn, but had very little protection, very little around him. But I think Knicks is highly efficient. Uh, I mean, I think he's got a chance to be in the mix. I'm not suggesting the Steelers should take a quarterback in round one. But if they were, I think it would be Pinnix or Knicks right around 20. See how that goes. Another guy to take it out, you know, Spencer Rattler's down there. He was once really considered, you know, a superstar recruit type guy. Um, but he had a pretty decent year. Joe Milton from Tennessee has immense physical abilities. Some have even said maybe he should be a tight end, but he's got a rocket for a right arm. So it's a really good group of quarterbacks in, down in Mobile this week. Um, the running back group, I don't think, is going to influence the Steelers all that much. Uh, if anything, they'll use a seventh-round pick or you know a free agent type guy. But there is a, a little guy from New Hampshire, Dylan Labe, it's 5'9", 210 pounds, really good in the receiving game, bowling ball type that would be pretty interesting. Running backs, to be honest with you, don't get to show much in Mobile, the, the, the senior bowl. They can't really break tackles. Uh, yeah, you do some protection stuff, but all in all, it's tough to really highlight yourself in Mobile as the running back position. So there's a really good group of receivers in this draft as a whole, that I'd love to see the Steelers take advantage of. And a lot of them are in Mobile as we speak. And one you probably haven't heard of is Western Kentucky's Malachi Corley. So obviously guys like from Western Kentucky and just talked about from you know New Hampshire, this is a big deal for them. I mean, they obviously get to line up against Georgia and Texas and Bama and show that they belong with those guys. That's a big thing with Senior Bowl, you know. But Corley is sort of the Debo Samuel type. Former running back, really good after the catch. Physical as could be. But he needs to show he can line up against press coverage down there and run out routes all day. And, you know, wide receiver routes. He's not gimmicky, but he just needs to be a separator with the finer points of wide receiver play. But, boy, is he exciting athletically and with the ball in his hands it's a really good group of receivers folks and i would be remiss if i didn't say how much i think the steelers should take advantage of that
with the NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today and get in the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, all one word, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So sort of like the running back position, I don't think tight end is going to really be in play for the Steelers, which is good because it's not a really good crop, to be honest with you. They're not going to be involved with Brock Bowers. and But there are some depth dudes, and a guy maybe you guys have watched, you know, a lot of Penn State fans probably listening, it's Theo Johnson from Penn State. Big-bodied guy, 6'6", 255. And we'll get all the official measurements from Senior Bowl here probably very soon, to be honest with you. But... I mean, he very shorthanded, good athlete, a lot to work with with Johnson. So I think he's someone to pay attention to and maybe you already know him, but chances are the Sears aren't going to be super involved at that position. Now, this dude has could be the Steelers' first round pick. Tyler Guyton, tackle Oklahoma. Rare athlete. Getting Lane Johnson comparisons, you know, tight end, turn, tackle, great movement, Oklahoma. Still could add a little more bulk, but like people that watch him describe him as he floats, you know, that that he moves so smoothly that he floats. You know, that's just a good way to kind of picture him. I mean, he's not clunky at all. He's really, really smooth. He's powerful. He can recover when he's beaten. Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma is very enticing. And there's a lot of good offensive linemen, particularly tackles and centers, which is exactly what you want to be hearing as a Steeler fan in Mobile as we speak. Um, and a guy I'm interested in as well, listed almost everywhere as a guard, is Christian Haynes from Connecticut. Um, but I think he's going to play some center in Mobile. But he's been really, really good against not great competition. So that'll be one of those guys, you know, can he handle the center position? Now, the best center in this draft, and it looks like a good center draft, is down there now. He's actually not a senior. It's Jackson Powers Johnson. Of course, they call him JPJ, which would fit right here with Steelers JPJ. The more I pay attention to this guy, there's no chance he's going to be there for the Steelers second round. If you want him, you're going to have to take him at 20 or a trade down. He hasn't played a ton. But boy, is he good. And he looks like a first-round center to me. You know, Oregon, I'm not sure if I mentioned that. I mean, he's powerful. He's quick. He's nasty. He's smart. Um, I, I think he's going to be on full display and really, really shine here and in and, and, and Mobile and end up being probably a first-round pick. It's just hard to project a center to definitely go in round one. Now, Leatu Latu is an edge player from UCLA. He is going to go in round one unless medicals hold him back. Really good edge player. Um, not really in the mix of Steelers. Probably first defensive player, or in potential first defensive player off the board. This is a guy that interests me because he's kind of the two-it body type. You know, maybe Aaron Smith, you know, 3-4 D end is Braden Fiske from Florida State, 6'5-ish, 300 pounds, long explosive 
Um, can still hold the point, but really quick off the ball. We finished the season really strong at Florida State. He's someone I'm pretty excited about. Uh, there are a bunch of linebackers, none of whom really stands out to me as a star on the group. There is a guy from North Carolina who has some major medical stuff, but he's the most talented of the group. But maybe someone will emerge that the Steelers might be interested in in like round five, you know, sign someone and then draft a round five, round six type linebacker. See who stands out. Speaking of stand out, these last two I want to talk about are really intriguing and could absolutely fit in with the Steelers. And Toledo corner Quinion Mitchell. Steelers are all over Mac players. They scout that area really well. They got great connections. This guy, per pro football focus, has he's forced more incompletions than any corner in the nation over the last two years and is in the 99th percentile in forced incompletion rate, just dominating at his level. All the traits you look for for like a top 20 player, you know, I mean, uh, maybe even second or third corner off this draft class. He's fast. He's big. He's physical. Attacks the ball really well. But there's one big thing to worry about or is incomplete. In that scheme, they hardly ever play press man coverage. So this is the beauty of the senior bowl. He's going to be down there pressing some of the best receivers in this draft class and see if he can do it. Or is there something there to work with? He's done very, very little of it. But doesn't mean he can't, but he loses all the traits to do it, but just needs to kind of prove it, you know, or, you know, show that there's something there to work with. So that's really interesting to me. And maybe the most interesting player in this entire draft is a safety I'd love the Steelers to get a hold of from Utah, Siona Vikai. And he's a great, well, he's a very good college running back. People think he could be a star slot receiver. But he's a big in-the-box safety with immense production, really good uh, athleticism, just doesn't have a huge body of work because he's played all these different positions. So it sounds like he'll only be playing defense in Mobile. Great. I mean, he probably needs to you know stick at one spot and go with it. But, boy, he's really intriguing. Another intriguing guy, you know, kind of a bonus prize here is a B- defensive tackle from BYU, Kingsley Sumamata, and he's cousins with Penny Sewell, and you can see why. I mean, he's like a freak list athlete, huge tackle, kind of a Jordan Malata type from the Eagles that's just really raw, but O-line coaches are going to see this dude and fall in love. So, a lot of really good offensive linemen in this class down there. A couple of them aren't participating, like Graham Barton from Duke. Um, Super smart tackle that's going to bump inside to guard or center, but he has a shoulder injury, so he's not going to be out there. But it's a really good group of offensive linemen. Love to see the Steelers take advantage of that. Really good group of wide receivers, if you're paying attention down there. And some secondary guys I'm interested in, for sure. Also, a great group of quarterbacks. Who knows how the Steelers will see that or, you know, address that need or see it as a need, to be honest with you. But I'll be here talking it all. Uh, go check out my article. As mentioned, it is what can the Steelers learn from the teams that made it to the championship rounds offensively? Some trends you see with those guys that maybe the Steelers could kind of make their own. 
Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, go over it a little bit more with you. So over and out. Take care. I uh, hope all is well. And um, let's just say who else there. Yeah, we'll get to some more prospects as they pop up. But uh, this show was uh, presented to you by Bet Online. Thanks so much. Over and out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.